On this episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we'll be discussing the 1977 film Deathbed, The Bed That Eats. Joining us for discussion will be comedian Josh Arnold, host of The Bob and Tom Show. Welcome to Cult Cinema Cavalcade, a bi-weekly movie podcast that features hosts Brandon and Cullen discussing a film from cinema's past, considered but not limited to being a cult classic. As a disclaimer, each episode will include plot spoilers and may contain harsh language. Episodes available on cultcinemacavalcade.com and iTunes. Like the show on Facebook and follow on Twitter at CC Cavalcade. For questions, suggestions, and all inquiries, contact us via mail at cultcinemacavalcade.com. If you could flee as fast as fast could be, and if I could talk beyond my painting to warn you, it'd still be too late to avert the horror that awaits you. This is Cult Cinema Cavalcade. This is episode 45. This is coming to you from Creative Zombie Studios. This is Brandon. And as always, is your co-hoster, Cullen, the co-hoster that pods. I'm sorry. That's all I can say to the folks out there. I'm sorry. Today we are here to discuss Deathbed, the bed that eats from 1977. Cullen, give us an idea of what we're jumping into bed with. A bed possessed by a demon spirit consumes its users alive. Deathbed is written and directed by George Barry... His only film. I don't believe it. His only film. And stars Damien Hall, William Russ, Julie Ritter, and Dave Marsh. So welcome back to Cult Cinema Cavalcade. Without further ado, we have a great guest with us. Let's welcome comedian and host of the Bob and Tom Show, Josh Arnold. How you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Not bad. Um Watched Deathbed and came on the show. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure thank you. Did. I've, I've apologized to you, I don't know, a dozen yeah, times. Yeah, I think, yeah. Two, here. two important steps. There was watch Deathbed. He, he yeah. did that. And then show up. He's here. So yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I told you what happened when I we were trying to figure out what movie to do. I He said, what movie do you want? And I said, well, he likes horror movies and, and cult movies. Like, how about Deathbed? jokingly <laughs> and then two days later like okay what movie do you want to pick and brandon said well i told him deathbed <laughs> why did you tell him deathbed no he'll never want to talk to us again it's the bed that eats and the movie that gives yeah i was actually thinking about some ideas like oh what should i maybe we could talk about chud or heavy metal mm-hmm. or something and then it was like they asked that you're watching deathbed and i went oh well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could have picked. You could have. You could have. We would have easily backed down. Yeah. But now you're on yeah. the classic deathbed episode yeah. of. Cult it's like, of- oh, we're going that deep, which is fine because it's a, a movie that I had heard a lot about. Um, Pat Oswalt has a classic yeah, that, yes. bit about it, sure, yeah. and uh, I'd never seen it, so I was actually, you know, happy to go. All right, this is a good excuse to actually sit down and watch this. Yeah, thing. we watched it uh, a few years ago, mm-hmm. and Brandon said it should have been called Deathbed, the bed that tries Brandon's patience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There are some scenes that go on forever. Yes. It's, it's only it's only a 77-minute movie. Yes. But it feels like it's two and a half hours. It's, sure it's, an, it's an eternal slumber. It's, <laughs> truly. 
Uh-huh. You, watch, you watch it and you think, can I be in the bed so I don't have to like watch this anymore? I just want it to be over. Yes. Oh, man. So, so Josh, before we... We will get into deathbed plenty, but we'll uh, tuck in. To yes, deathbed. so you are you are not really new, but I guess you would be new to the Bob and Tom show. Sure, right? yeah, or yeah. Recently... I, I've been a guest for the last um, five years or so. Mm-hmm. When I would come in and come in town and do stand up, I would show up, and they were nice enough to have me on, and it was always great. And then I started doing uh, guest host work uh, about a year and a half ago, and then that got more and more frequent. And after Bob retired, I guess they were sort of. Um, unbeknownst to people who were guest hosting, they were kind of auditioning, and mm-hmm. uh, eventually um, they offered me the gig. And it's it, it's it sounds trite to say a dream come true, but it, it actually I mean these guys. I would listen to the show when I was in high school. I would buy. I lived in St. Louis, and I would. Mm-hmm. They were syndicated there. I would buy all their CDs. Electric it, Amish, right? That's oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean every. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Yep. So um, it's uh, it's pretty amazing. So yeah, I've been on since uh, well, I guess the last seven months as a permanent guest host or mm-hmm. co-host rather. Yeah, yeah. So. you're in for the long haul. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going yeah. doing something you like, and they're like, "Hey, you want a job?" By the way, so, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. that's great. And the impersonators, which I I've, I've watched the trailer a few times, but I haven't seen the movie. But I really think that looks like a pretty interesting project. Do you want to like tell us? About yeah, that? it came up uh, a few years ago. We actually filmed it, man, 2014, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's just taken a while to get post done, and then. You know, have some distributors look at it, some really, you know, small time distributors yeah. look at it and um, either pass or offer mm-hmm. us deals that were terrible. Mm-hmm. And right. so finally we went, you know what, we just should self-distribute this thing and just see if we can recoup our money back, yeah. which is really our only goal is just to break even on this thing. Right. And um, so it's finally out on Blu-ray at uh, thatjosharnold.com. It's a it's uh, a comedy, a raunchy sort of raucous, mm-hmm. very raw sort of superhero parody it's well-worn territory, pretty much. It's these uh, birthday party superheroes are mistaken for real superheroes by these small-time criminals, and then have to actually step up and save the day. When it kind of like I th- to be a pitch man, because I, I used to think about these things. Sure, I, I used to work <laughs> in LA, so but like I was like, okay, this is like like Galaxy Quest with superheroes, and sort of in the vein of like a a lighter super. If you've seen, yes, that, yeah. yep. That, I mean, that's actually like, that's yeah. a pretty perfect way to put that. Yeah. yeah. So, it, like, really caught my interest, and the trailer's pretty funny. But um, yeah. yeah, there's so. a lot. There's a lot of really good jokes in it. I think. It, it, mm-hmm. I mean, and everybody who's seen it seems to be enjoying it. And uh, it's. I mean, it is low budget. So yeah, that's yeah. Um, we, we've seen worse. This <laughs> look. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This is worse. Well, well sure. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. yes. So yes. it really does rely on the audience's um, generosity in terms of appreciating the content more than yeah. the uh, technical <laughs> side. Well, I think a movie like that, people understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. People yeah. aren't expecting Guardians of the Galaxy. You well, know? Right, I mean, <laughs> right. With yeah. something like that, you got to go like, well, how many times did I snicker throughout? Yeah, yes, it's a good, yeah. If it's a good range, it was a good time. Yep. You know, I, I, and I think that's what we've done with it. So it's, yeah. uh, it's you know. And I can oh, give you props for putting it on Blu-ray because like a lot of people will just stop at the stream nowadays. Yes. And and that's the easy way out. But I'm I'm a collector. I, I like the physical media. I have a, it, and also a pre- like streaming contracts uh, expire. So sure. Yeah. 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 Change and aren't always going to be there. But now you have a you have it in a physical form. I, that's I'm, I love that. That's yeah. And awesome. we really that was really important to us to actually mm-hmm. have uh, because fans of usually collectors are also fans of either, um, you know, sort of niche cinema, certain genre films or uh, avant-garde mm-hmm. sort of, and they especially support low-budget indie film. Yeah, we we, uh, we thought it would be great to actually have a, a hard copy of it, and it's got a great featurette that's, 
or it's feature length actually documentary on the making of it and wow, yeah excellent. it's uh we were, were really happy with it cool cool well yeah yeah look forward to seeing that what we didn't look forward to seeing was deathbed right <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was this was a movie that we knew we were going to do on the show at some point mm-hmm. we just pulled the trigger because of you josh it so. was on the list oh, well, <laughs> it was, it, we had we had this we began when we began the show we were like a lot of it was like starting this master list, which with Cults and Cavalcade, it's like endless. So our listeners, yeah. we always tell them, don't fear. There will always be a movie to listen to to have. Yeah. But Deathbeds, we've been going back to the beginning ones and sort of like trying to hit those out of there because they were there and Deathbed was there from the beginning. Yeah. But had had you heard about it before Pat Oswalt? Because Pat Oswalt's one of his most famous bits is his Deathbed bit. But had mm-hmm. any, I, I'd never heard of it until I had Werewolves and Lollipops. And that right. was the first time I heard of Deathbed. Right. I had actually heard of it before. Before then, somebody had shown me a, um, I mean, I don't know. I don't remember where or how it had to have been online, but they showed me a small clip mm-hmm. of one of the devs. And I was like, what is this? And were, it's called death. <laughs> death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, but I, it never really followed up or I don't think we could ever get our hands on a copy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't. Um, I never. It was never released theatrically. It didn't. I guess it had never been seen until like two thousand three or two thousand four well, when I, it had right. a DVD release. I think release. this was uh, one of those movies that was just kind of handed around like on VHS tapes. Honestly. Yeah, sort of like yeah, the Shatner kind of like, uh, yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. And it wasn't until George Barry heard that people were actually wanting to watch this. Like, oh well, I have a copy. I'll just release it. You kidding me? People have been watching this garbage copy for yeah. decades. It's the one thing you've done in your life. Yeah, it's like that's your legacy is deathbed, the bed that eats. You're not gonna seize it. And it was like I listened to the patent also. I'm like, I gotta watch that. And it was yeah. like till like ten years later that we finally sat down and watched <laughs> yeah. it. But yeah, that was ooh yes. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, one more thing before we go to deathbed, we got a question. What? Why? From from super fan Brian. Okay. He wanted to know. Uh, this is in reference to Dracula three thousand. Josh. Oh. A movie that just ends. <laughs> um, yes. If you go to our our Facebook, you'll see we posted the video of the ending. It just. Ends. It's just over. It just, yeah, right, yeah. It's yeah. like out, out <laughs> like of time. Pack up, pack up. We're done. Out of money, out of out of contracts, and out of wasting They're your kicking time. Kicking us out of Berlin. <laughs> we have to leave. Says, uh, how many other films would have benefited from not ending, but rather just stopping while everyone explodes for some reason? <laughs> hmm. Do you know any anything? Any, any, oh, geez. I'm trying to think of a movie that would just be better if it just said, like, we're done making the movie. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings. The, uh, oh, jeez. Fellowship of the Ring, the first one, because there are three endings to that one. They should have just... <laughs> three endings of Fellowship? Return of the King, you mean, for Return sure. Return of the King had okay. like eight endings. Yeah. If you didn't like the three in the Fellowship, you're not going to like I the felt, eight in... I felt, the, I felt the Fellowship had three different... Like, they were like every time I was like, okay, I'm getting my coat. Like, we're, we got like 20 minutes left. <laughs> what the hell's going on? So I think if, if just something were to happen, just an asteroid were to explode or Gandalf like slipped on a banana peel and then kaboom and then it's like it's over like okay I can go home now so that's a bold choice that's, that's <laughs> not a where bold I thought man, Josh. I, did not, I did not think you were going there yeah. at all most like, wow. people consider those movies to be almost perfect yeah, like, <laughs> you know, a little long in the tooth a little long wow. you guys get any ideas for what could have benefited us from an explosion and then credits <laughs> violent shit <laughs> any of them I had to. I had to. Re, I had to. Um, for whysoblue.com uh, this week, I 
had to review the Violent Shit Collection, which was five German shot on JVC camcorder movies from 89 to 2010, actually. Weird. But, uh, wow. Was that one on VHS, too? No, it was... It was if you could get shitty with digital video, it was that. But, <laughs> There's a shitty switch on the camera. But any yeah. of them, Cullen sat through, through three of them with me on uh, a couple yes. nights ago, and yeah, that was a, anything. Was a chore. Oh my gosh, man, they were horrible. Manual labor is easier than watching those. Movies. And someone is going to charge somebody for those, and people might buy them. God but, yeah, bless. I would. I, immediately came to mind. I was like, okay, well, I just recently saw that, so boom, anything to make those thing have energy or something. But yeah, <laughs> do you, do you don't have to. If you, don't, if you have an answer, if you have an idea, great. If not, we can just move on. Man, there was a movie I saw. I used to work in a movie theater, and uh, I, I would often go in early and just start the projector and kind of watch. And there was one that I was like, oh, you know what? Carl Reiner directed this. I'm going to watch it. It's got Dennis Farina. This is, it's called That Old Feeling with Dennis Farina oh. and Bette Midler is like these arguing this divorced couple. Mm-hmm. It is so bad. If <laughs> 10 minutes in, they had both exploded and the, <laughs> the screen had just gone black. I would have been completely, I probably would have, it would have been one of my best pictures of the year. I, I would think. So, because they both died. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if Josh Arnold wants to come back, we'll be talking that old feeling. <laughs> <laughs> it's brutal. Oh, the man. Whole episode is just you going. <laughs> I rarely stop watching a movie. I rarely yeah. do that. And that was one where I just went, well, I'm going to go do paperwork instead of finish this. <laughs> so I'm going to get this straight. You finished Deathbed, but you could not finish that old feeling. That's correct. Wow. <laughs> well, I also... Thank you? There was somewhat of an obligation to finish right, Deathbed. Right, right, right. You know, I didn't do, want to do, come do in. You, do you think, <laughs> if you weren't going to be here tonight, do you think you would have finished Deathbed? I, th- I honestly do. I think okay. I would have, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. There, was, there was, I'll tell, and when we get to it, I'll go, this is the part where I almost went, I, I have to stop watching. <laughs> <laughs> you just look at your hands, what am I doing yeah. with my life? Luckily, the they, weren't, they weren't skeleton hands at the time. <laughs> <laughs> the cartilage wasn't rotting yet. Right, right. That's right. Well, yeah, yeah, that's the point. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. So someone from Deathbed actually went on to a career, William Russell. He's the, the fa- he was the dad on Boy Meets World, yes. and he was like, in, like, Mobster number two in a lot of movies too. But no like, kidding. Yeah. But yeah, he was the well, the only he's male the movie line, for the b- blonde, the guy with the big mane. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, now, isn't he credited as, as, as like Russ, Russ Rusty or something? Rusty yeah. Russ, <laughs> yeah, yes. the improbably named Russ. The actor Russ. that doesn't want to admit he's yeah. in the bed that eats people. <laughs> I know. I saw that in the credits. I laughed. I was like, that can't be his name, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. He was going for a hip hop career at that time. Rusty oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah, it was MC Rusty Rust, but yeah. uh, Barry has to. <laughs> but it was too ahead of his time. Exactly, just yeah. like Deathbed. Yeah. So, so Deathbed, <laughs> the bed that eats. It starts with a, a dark screen and and I guess chomping sounds. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like some munching it's going like, on. Rah, rah, rah. A minute of someone eating an apple in the dark. It's That's the, exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the Deathbed Overture, I guess. <sighs> yes, the, you're right. The start of the That's movie. What it is. <laughs> it's uh, better than the music in this thing, so yeah, why not? Yeah, and it, it says breakfast, and then there's a mansion, and in, a, in the mansion there's a cellar, in the cellar there's a bed, and then like a painting on the wall, and behind the paintings a guy called the artist. Yeah. 
who just sits and narrates the movie. Not the voice of the guy in the hole, by the way. A different actor is narrating. Yes. The guy that's in the painting, I don't recall his name right now, but he is the guy that's credited with uh, the term punk rock. Like no cre- kidding. Creating that term, yes. Huh. He does. He's a, um, a music critic, and he's in this movie. Yeah, yeah, he's sitting behind the painting in this sort of small... I'm in this uh, avant-garde movie about, <laughs> the, you know, this bed and people go and it eats and it's like, you know, it's very punk rock. And they're like, oh. And his voice, <laughs> the, the person who does the narration for him is inexplicably British because no one else is. Sounds <laughs> kind of like if if we had a dramatic Stewie Griffin. Yes. That's what he would sound that's, like. Yes. There were moments where I was like, that's, that is Stewie it Griffin. It was Stewie yeah. Griffin, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. It's funny because this was uh, filmed in Detroit. Right. Yeah, <laughs> 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 so it, it was. So, you know, it was either the bed or, or bullets. So, <laughs> If whatever. you were to guess, though, you wouldn't say Detroit. You'd be like, that's probably in like the hills in England or somewhere. It weird. absolutely it does. Like, no, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, some manor they found in Detroit. <laughs> Detroit's <laughs> got a lovely English countryside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the mansions <laughs> of Detroit. <laughs> the moors of Detroit. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's a couple. It's, it's day for night night. Uh, and there's mm. a couple like wandering Ugh. and... There's a locked mansion, and this door magically opens to the cellar. Which, real quick, has Day for Night ever looked effective? There's times where it's less bad, but it's never good. No, it's never. It's always like, is it night or like just heavy shade? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's always like, it's, in some movies, it's acceptable if you don't show the sky. (laughs) Right. But they always show the sky. (laughs) That's that's light blue. It's It's like, what? It's the brightest the moon's ever been. (laughs) Yeah. If the movie's good, I'll let the day for night pass. But right. if it's deathbed, the bed that eats. Oh, no. no yeah, no, no, yeah. No, no. I don't. No. Sorry. So these, <laughs> these people go, uh, they go in, they see the bed, it's time to boogie. But they brought with them two apples, yes. a bottle of wine, and a bucket of chicken. They sure did. Yeah. Uh, and a bucket <laughs> of chicken. Like, they didn't make the bucket of chicken. They picked it up at, like, not KFC. Exactly. Down the road. It's yeah. clearly not KFC. Yeah, it's like a grocery which, store. Which is the closest yeah. thing to making me believe it's Detroit, <laughs> as opposed to the countryside of England. Like, yes, that there are generic buckets of chicken well, I love, like, restaurants. This is, this is supposed to be some kind of romantic outing for them. Like, look, what we're going to do, we're going to break into a mansion. I got two apples, a bottle of wine, and a bucket of chicken. Let's screw. Look, I'm sorry. My roommate said he was going to be gone tonight. <laughs> said he was going to be gone. He's let's, he's he's home. Let's drive out of town. I know this place. Yeah. It might be locked. <laughs> Pretty sure no one lives there. You're like, can you get a hotel room? By the way, it was locked when they first tried to it get in. It was locked. Yeah. yeah. The well, the bed, I guess, has the power to lock the doors. Well, they, when they approach the the front of the mansion, the guy's like, you know, trying to find a door that's open. There's an open door right in front of him, which I never, I didn't understand why she didn't attempt. Yeah, like it, literally, they are standing in front of an open door. He's like, "Oh, the doors are locked." Like, not the one in front of you, jackass. I got the feeling that she wasn't like she might have said yes to this date, but once she was on it, was like, yeah. "That's fair." She she seemed very reluctant throughout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she does get into heavy petting with him, and then while on she's the doing this, it's appetizer time for the bed, <laughs> who eats the apple, yes, drinks the wine, and eats the chicken. Yeah, yeah. But then the couple takes a break, and the guy goes over to get the chicken and stuff, and it, the wine's up to He's like, something's wrong. Well, I, I must have made a mistake. <laughs> so we should talk about how the bed 
consumed. Yes. 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 It essentially releases an acid of sorts. There's like a bubbles. Right. Mm-hmm. These suds come up. And then they go down. And they, they bring the, the objects down into, I guess, the mattress. Which is filled with the, the stomach fluid or acid. acid. Yeah. Or yeah. Yellow while, bubbly liquid. And while the acid is eating the things away, you still hear munching sounds <laughs> as though it were teeth doing it. Yes. Very strange. So, and then, yeah, the bed is kind enough to bring the cores of the apples back up to the surface. It'll, it'll viciously eat the apple, but it takes time to uncork the wine. Yes. And then, like, drink it out of there. There's no damage to the bottle. And then it corks it back. It sure it's does. Like, yeah. Somehow it has some. It can hold things. Its stomach has <laughs> right, hold things. Right. The wine drinking effect wasn't awful. Like it, <laughs> no, it, it wasn't. didn't just pour out. It like s- was sucked out every yeah. sip. Yeah, and, and you heard <laughs> sips every yeah every burst of wine. <laughs> and it eats it eats the chicken. All right, that's in this bucket. And then like all right, deathbed. I'm done with this. It pushes the bucket of chicken back up. Eats all of the chicken inside. Yeah, the bucket completely completely dry. Yeah, it's been, yeah, yeah. It's been soaking in stomach <laughs> right. acid. It's untouched. It's, it's completely dry. Totally fine. Its integrity is solid. The, the people <laughs> on the bed, I mean, they must be focused because if I were to feel, you know, we've all been on a bed before. You, when something moves, you feel it. Yeah. If a bucket of chickens were going to be drawn into the bed, I think I'd feel that happening. <laughs> Disclaimer, <laughs> I've never been in a death bed. Uh, to be, uh, to be fair. That's a fair point. But, but also... <laughs> If I heard, if I, I'm making out, hey, where's that munching sound coming from? Yeah. I think that would, you know, put some sirens off in my brain. Do you have a friend filming this right now? Because I'm not down if you have a friend filming <laughs> Is this. Is she behind the painting? <laughs> they do have a guy is watching. Is she eating carrots? Because that is loud munching. <laughs> How much of this is this guy behind the painting witnessed over the Like, well, he had you just talk it. about it later. Yeah, yeah. he talk about it later. They get back to humping and we see some boobs. And then the bed eats the people. Which leads to the credits. It's like, oh, yeah, the, yeah. the credits are, or, sorry, the big the, celebrity the, the, desk before the credits, right? The, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Drew Barrymore of this movie, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, but yeah, so they, they, but we don't really see. We see like a, a hand go down, and it's got blood on it. And it's right. Like, oh, well, oh, okay, that was that was disappointing. We got to see the apple fully eaten. So We're, yes, yeah. So we, have, we had to use our own imagination as to what happened to the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because the they draw the curtain, so we don't even. That's see right. It. The bed is. Yeah, the, the bed. bed is polite enough. To, yeah. just to shield us from the violence. <laughs> That's right. It's like, I don't you guys the guy, don't want to see this one. I don't want the guy in the painting to see this. He's, he's been through enough. He's been trapped in a painting for decades. He didn't need to see this. <laughs> he cried this morning. It's been put, 10 years. I'm awake. He put on another layer of nail polish. Oh, yeah. Yes. Did you notice that? He had black nails. So he, he was uh, emo. Very punk rock. Oh, is that what? Yeah, it certainly know. wasn't uh, goth or emo. That's what he, <laughs> oh. We go through like a series of like newspapers. The Daily Bugle. Did you see that? Yeah. The paper was the Daily Bugle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the one that Spider-Man works for. <laughs> I love seeing like the word like munching in like a big headline front yeah. page and stuff. It's like, well, you went for munched? They even were a lot. One one of the headlines said, "Mayor demands action," and then in the background you hear a voiceover going, "We need action, action, <laughs> action now!" Just in, for those of us who couldn't read it, we actually needed to hear. That's the George Barry effect. But, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> to, to be fair, I imagine that some illiterate people will, are willing to watch Deathbed. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Know your audience. So, uh, the, so we learn um, through narration again that the bed hasn't eaten in 10 years and only awakes to do so that often. And we can hear it snoring, by the way. Yes, it yeah. Sleep, the, we hear it snoring and yawning and munching. It that's right. It doesn't speak, but it has enough 
audible abilities to do this. Yeah. So where, where where's the throat? The bed that sleeps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the biology of the bed is very questionable. <laughs> <laughs> the bed after this destroys the entire mansion that we saw at the beginning and leaves just the cellar part. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get this. I, I watched. Is that what happened? I watched this twice um, for this. <laughs> And I didn't get that the first time. I was just like, what happened to the house? Well, and he's sort of, the bed is sort of taunted by the artist behind the painting saying, why don't you destroy, or if you're so mad, destroy the house or something. And then we see it cracking. And then, yeah. And then all of a sudden we're left to. Well, I knew it was cracking. I just thought it was having a temper tantrum. I didn't realize it was actually. There's that crying statue. And then that was like broken on the ground. And that's what we're supposed to assume the house is gone because of. I didn't realize. Okay. And and are we also supposed to assume that a lot of time has passed? Because. Mm, Or are we just. Question mark. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If they want us to believe the 80s look like the 70s, then yes. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize that because there's a a line later in the movie. uh, These people are coming up and they're looking around. They said, hey, uh, the house must be around here somewhere. And I felt like, hey, stupid. How do you miss in the house? (laughs) Yeah. Right next to this place. Yeah. It had had destroyed the house and just just left that one one, uh, cellar. I I watched this. I took notes and I did not realize that was happening. I, I watched this once for, I'm an air quote enjoyment, and once to <laughs> write my script. Absorption. <laughs> you absorb yeah, it like so, deathbed. Yeah. So lunchtime, as we're told. Yeah. Title lunch- card comes. Every, yeah. Every, pretty much the three egg structure is there, and they're all titled with lunch, breakfast, lunch, yeah. dinner, and just desserts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first thing you see, <laughs> the first thing you see besides blackness is the word breakfast. So <laughs> if you didn't know you were watching Deathbed, you would think this movie is called Breakfast. <laughs> yeah. This is true. Three women are driving around looking for this mansion, but it's it's not there. And then one girl's inner monologue lets us know that she's not feeling well, and like she's mad at the other two girls, or they're mad at her. I don't understand why these two are together at all, or these three, three. are together at all. Right, they- we have a black woman, and we have sort of a... I, sort of a Carrie-type character. Yeah. yeah. In terms of her being sad and sort of... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Alone or, it, well, she works with the woman that's driving the black woman. I think the, she was named Diane, I think. And then there's... I got one name out of these three by watching the movie naturally. Twice. I got one name. Oh, yeah, name. they, they gotta, do say the one's name while they're looking for her. I got, I got them all, surprisingly. All right. All right, Diane's the one driving. She's the black woman. Susan is the one in the back. She's kind of and the... And then Sharon's she, the passenger seat. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, uh, so Susan is the one that's like the Carrie character, which is like, oh, poor, woe is me, and you know, kind of plain. Yeah. I don't know why anyone would be around her, because she's not fun or pleasant or interesting. No, no. Yeah. And they all have this sort of Terrence Malick kind of voiceover yeah, thing going it's, on. Yeah, it's all like strange. <laughs> voice, yeah, You're right. Susan even talks about how no one likes her and how she <laughs> works with Diane. Like, and like thought, like, well... Why are you here then? Yeah, no, it, it didn't. Yeah, why the three of them were together, I don't think was ever established. They were looking for a house. That's, that's, yeah, that's all kind I of know. all we know. Well, yeah. They're specifically there to look for the house because Diane. Well, she... one of them apparently ran away because a brother comes, gets charged with finding them. Right, right, right. They go there because Diane is in charge of the estate or something. Was... Someone used to own it, but now they don't. So now she's she's liquidating the estate. I think that's why she's there. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I did not pick up 
I, I was probably zoning out when she was just Cullen, babbling on. Cullen wins the award for most attention. Paid <laughs> yeah, yeah, again, I took notes. I took fewer <laughs> notes than I usually do in a movie. I, yeah. Okay. They all make fun of Suzanne in the back seat mm-hmm. for bringing flowers. Susan. Susan for bringing flowers. <laughs> yeah, who brings flowers to the country, yeah. they say. Yeah, how shitty is that? Like, I wrote down, um, let's see. <laughs> Diane is a bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. That, that was my introduction to her. Like, she's just an unpleasant oh, human being. Like, you need to get some sympathy in a movie called At first, Death I Day. was sort of hoping that the, the Diane, the black woman, was going to be sort of this George Romero, you know, oh, we have an empowered black lead that's going to sort of... <laughs> no. end up Opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, they go through the journey. They stumble upon a cemetery, and they're like, if they had a place to die, then they have a place to live, too. And it's like, yeah, well, I guess so. And they stumble <laughs> upon the cellar, and then the narrator notices a hesitation with the bed when they enter. Like, yes. It's like, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, they've lived together long enough, he feels the bed. Like, he knows. Yeah, like, he seems to be kind of omnipotent because he seems to be what's happening outside of the room, mm-hmm. too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he thinks one of the girls bothers him somehow. And then uh, they talk. the girls talk about crashing there and... One says, I'll sleep in the day because I can't sleep at night. That's, uh, That's Susan. Susan, the unpleasant mm-hmm. one. Well, the uninteresting one, I yeah. should say. <laughs> they're all unpleasant. The other two leave, and she stays and then takes her uh, flowers and suitcase in there from the car and changes into pajamas, and which gets the bed going. There are two things about the bed. It is hungry and it is horny. Yes. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> as she goes to bed, we meet the brother character who's tasked with finding his sisters. Is sister Susan or Sharon? I think it's Sharon. I thought it was Sharon I too, think. but when they meet up, it's not like. Sh- Sh- yeah. Oh, yeah. There's very little. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sharon is the one that talks the least in this movie. I think of these three men yes. and women. I think. I, I think they're really. Is there's, just, there's just some woman that says. You need to find your sister. She's run away. He's like, okay, I'll go do it. And that's like the whole, that's the scene. It's like, and it's, who are you? Who are you looking for? Really? Yeah. It's like a couple lines f- just filled with exposition where he <laughs> yes. goes, okay, I guess I have to go look for runaway Susie one more time. We're going to be. I always have to do this. Yeah, exactly. We're, We're going to be down to one yeah. character, a bed, and a guy <laughs> hiding behind a painting. We need someone else to talk to you later. So yeah. So he says, like, I go, I got to go find her. He's like, all right, great. We'll see you in 40 minutes. Bye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a 77-minute movie. <laughs> so so she's uh, sleeping and has a dream about being served and eating bugs. And, and she actually eats one of the bugs. And like, it, yeah, it's like a. It looks like a commercial. Like, like yeah. Susan doesn't know, but her coffee has been. Sw- <laughs> this what it looked right, like right. structured. Like, it, was like, <laughs> it was like the most nicely like framed anything yeah, yeah. in this movie. Well, that's like, the thing. This movie does have some decent cinematography. Yeah, the cinematography is, is nice. When they're, not sh- when they're not showcasing the the room that the deathbed is in, that's clearly a set. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it it does look nice. It's just yeah, it does. It, yeah, you look it's at not, it too long and you start to get tired. It's it, it's it's a lot better than a lot of the movies we watch because I can tell where everything is at all times. Yeah, it's not it's not dreary. I mean, it's there's there's not a lot of uh, stuff to look at on the screen because it is. That room with deathbed, it's pretty bleak. Sure, there's yeah. the bed, there's a fireplace, more a dungeon. Than, yeah, 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 yeah death exactly. Dungeon, yeah, yeah, and there's a door, and that is all that's in yeah. that room. 
So that room is bleak, but the rest of it is mm, something. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. If you had to say anything, it's, the movie looks okay. Yeah, <laughs> right. Two, they did that right, and they kept like the lens cap off when filming the movie. They did <laughs> right. those things right. And, and it's in focus, as, I think. As silly as a lot of it is, the Foley work is actually done with a lot of gusto. Right. Like yeah, really yeah. Some, the sound that, effects. That munching of the deathbed's <laughs> fucking loud. You hear that munching. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. I will, I will say the movie was shot from like, what, like 72 to 76, and they struck a print in 77. And yeah. In its credit, and while we're giving compliments, I couldn't tell that it was filmed in a period of like five years. Yeah, no, you so, can't. You can't. So yeah. I will, I will give it that credit. But what? maybe, maybe that's why the mansion had to disappear in it. That's a good yeah. point. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure when the mansion went away, but that mansion is now gone in Detroit. So I don't know yeah. wh- what time it went away. Though can't have nice things like this. <laughs> Get out of here, Motor City. Uh, <laughs> So the bed, it's deathbed, the bed that eats flowers, it eats those, and then strangles the Susan with the necklace that she's wearing. It's like a crucifix thing. Well, and right. He, but he doesn't even need sawing it back and forth. Yeah, like a la audition, just, yeah. just yeah, sawing yeah. at yes. her neck. But it, it, it's deathbed. It doesn't need to do that. No. And that was the only moment that really, that creeped me out in this movie. Oh, yeah? And yeah. somehow she's naked. I don't remember Deathbed taking off her clothes, but he when does. she finally it, goes Deathbed down, takes off the it's clothes. like... And you kind of hear it rip, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, it, yeah, she's being disrobed. And her skull then ends up growing outside in the ground and grows these red flowers, which her friends come out and pick. Yeah, <laughs> because Deathbed also has the ability of teleportation, apparently. Yeah. And, and quite the green thumb as right. well. Yeah, 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 those, yeah. those flowers looked nice. They're those nice. were nice looking flowers. <laughs> and it's a real credit to Deathbed that they grew instantly. <laughs> yes, yes. Deathbed, the bed that plants. <laughs> uh, the, the, well, the brother, we get to see him at the phone booth just talking nonsense about trying to find his sister so yeah. that we know he's still there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just a reminder that movie. this character's in the movie. <laughs> and the other two girls, yeah, they found those flowers. They picked them. And then before they can get back into the Deathbed room, it eats the suitcase. It sure does. And it pulls it. It's not on the deathbed. It's on the side of the deathbed. So the be- deathbed reaches. Right. And pulls that now, thing in. Now, it's very important to note. The deathbed's been under some distress as the artist is The artist is going, something's bothering you, essentially. Something's, <laughs> something's not right with this one girl. Our relationship is at an impact. Right. right and what the main item, <laughs> we sort of discover that the deathbed may have just eaten the suitcase for one particular item. Which is a bottle of Pepto Bismol. Yes, that's right. Yes, it has a Pepto Bismol in it. Yes. yes. To settle its stomach, as it were. Which is the entire bed, as far as <laughs> right, we can tell. Right. Because there's, it's a very, very purposeful shot of it guzzling the Pepto Bismol. Oh, Susan, Susan's giving me some heartburn. Or bit, yes. Yeah. She had some Indian food before they drove up there. Right. And, yeah. Maybe that's why she didn't feel good. Which leads the guy behind the painting to say, What's bothering you? Could it be? And then we go into this long sort of flashback yes. of earlier is, victims. Is, is, this the, is this the origin of Deathbed or is that later? That's later. We, okay, get, okay. we get his last few 10 years of waking up kills. And it's really weird because I felt most of this movie, the guy was trying to make a straight horror movie, but with the Pepto-Bismol. And then they go to the priest and then the uh, the woman reading a magazine that's talking about oral lesbians. Yes. Yeah. On the cover. Some old the... lady has a newspaper or magazine says oral lesbians. Hang on. Big butts, bazooms, cracks <laughs> with an X. Yes. So I'm like, wait. Would we going for humor now? Right, because right. I may have need to start over and watch you with that mentality. A different tone. It de- there's definitely a tonal shift, unless 
they were still they were like, still trying to play subjects. it straight. This is taboo subject. Right, and here. all the bed like, oh. literally needed the Pepto Bismol. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. yeah but is there a chance? And you know, but there's also like cracks. A, that's Satan stuff. So you know, but, but they also like show like the priest, and he's a goofy looking priest, right? With the yeah. goofy glasses, kind like, of a Rowan Atkinson type. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, no, no. <laughs> and he gets sucked in. So like, it, it's definitely the jokey part of the movie. Like, did like the, the the second like AD like direct this part of the movie? Is like we're fucking making deathbed. Let's not, <laughs> right. you know, George, just go home, sleep. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> We'll finish this off. <laughs> okay, so you guys are saying it, it was definitely the humor was meant. It was meant to be humorous. I don't know. I, I think so. I still don't I, know. I don't. I I, I want. I, as much have to be, but I don't know for sure. Deathbed's a real mystery. <laughs> it is. <laughs> like what? Yeah. It 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 wants to, but then I'm like, wait, that cover, that magazine might have been like going, oh look, sinner, deathbed eats sinning person because that's a smug. Because in the seven, we're going with now like porn, ha, huh? mm. yeah, funny. Yeah. But back then, it would have been like, ooh, a bit more taboo. And, and we were getting like in the heyday of porn stuff. And but. the the priest that gets sucked into it, deathbed, not big on God. No right? one's safe. No one's exactly. safe. Exactly. Whether it be a sinner or a man or a crippled, of a cloth. A crippled woman. And yeah. then they, they have the orgy cult, too, which that, that gets just a bunch of people undercovers and yeah, they get sucked yeah, down. Yeah, like, they talk about like, the different owners. And one of the owners was a guy that was a fraud of a doctor. That, that mm-hmm. he, he sold this bed. Um, we didn't like, sell it to you know, the people, but he said, hey, there's this bed. It rejuvenates sexual energy, whatever. Oh, is that what that guy was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I couldn't tell if he was a pimp. Well, that's kind of... like He <laughs> sold himself as a doctor that could rejuvenate you sexually. However, what he really was was just a pimp. Oh, you know? okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. In real life, he was just like, he sold sex to people in this mansion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, they moved the bed outside. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. For some reason... Like this, this dude seems to be that owns the property. He seems to be aware that people are dying in the bed. He's like, "Well, um, I guess it's not working. Let's move it outside." Yeah. How does that solve anything? <laughs> right. Some fresh air that'll that'll stop deathbed from eating. And it does not at all. Yeah. No. In fact, he has his biggest feast yeah. outside. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so because there's there is a an orgy. On the bed. Yeah. And they all just... And then they show, like, was it? Is that when they show, like, the bottle openers and all the weird yes. objects mm-hmm. just sitting yeah, there? Like, yep. that bed just keeps it in his stomach. Yeah, it looks like the bottom of, like, a river after a, a big float yeah, trip. exactly. <laughs> just... And the, the, I guess the last owner was a mobster who was hiding out there. And then, like, the bed starts to eat. And they take, like, the most unbelievable shots into the bed. Like, point him in the... I guess the heavy yeah. with them. And yeah. they're like, oh, bang, bang, bang. Yeah, they're very rudimentary... Just, yeah. yeah, shots with a gun. It's into like, the oh, bed. I'm being eaten by the deathbed. Yeah, they're pulling a trigger, but there's no flash or anything. When they're pulling <laughs> yeah, they could yeah. not have cared. Yeah. But the artist, he was already dying of like tuberculosis or something when he was yes. eaten. So he was cursed to immortality being behind that painting to yeah. watch everybody get. Oh, eaten. that's right, because he painted the deathbed. Right. Yeah. And I guess the deathbed oh, said, "Hey, yeah. I didn't mind that." I'm gonna just let you live forever yeah. behind this thing. Well, I guess I guess tuberculosis doesn't taste very good. Maybe that's why. Like, this is terrible. Right. You're going behind the painting. Here's a bunch of rings that I couldn't digest. Here you go, and some nail. And they actually they call it by its old consumption, which I'd yes, like to think yes. the filmmakers were aware of the pun enough. Right. <laughs> I, didn't I would hope. I would hope so, but. Maybe I'm giving he too was much consumed credit. Twice. Maybe I'm giving credit where credit is not yeah, due. Uh, yeah, you're writing better jokes for this movie than they did. 
I mean, at, well, after that, after we get the origin of the artist, we do get the origin of the deathbed, and it's apparently, hang with me here, a demon was in love with some woman, mm-hmm. a human woman. So, well, yeah, hang on, a demon that lived in a tree, a tree, that's right, turned into the wind. Yes, and then he, he made the deathbed, and he took human form, had sex with her, but it killed her. Because he's and a he demon. Was, he was a demon, and the demon got sad. And then his like red eyes crumbled and blood tears landed on the bed and that created the deathbed. Yeah. I didn't mind that little story. Yeah. <laughs> and then the death bed like wiped out the whole woman's family. Like they went out, found yeah. her dead, and were like, Well, we're gonna take this bed back home. Yeah. Yes, they yeah, they did decide to keep the bed. <laughs> you know, you know, everyone like, died on the deathbed in that home. You know, like you do when you you're walking around, hey, we're in a field and there's a bed. Let's take it in our house. Yeah, yeah. And use it. And this bed might be near the, the crime scene where our daughter was murdered. Why wouldn't we want this and in this, our home? And this isn't yes. and this isn't just like a bed with like a frame. It's an elaborate. It's huge. Oh, it's a four poster. It's a huge yeah, yeah. Yeah. four post like California King bed. <laughs> right. So yes. that's gotta be heavy as hell. Yeah. Just carry that in. I mean, you know, the prop is probably made with particle board or whatever, but you know, back then it's made with fucking pine or oak. It's, it's damn sure. solid bed. It has to withhold the spirit of a demon. It's gonna be a heavy right. bed. Yes. Uh, the, well, one of the two girls that's left, the white one, um, <laughs> her eyes remind him of the woman. It's oh, that's the right. artist deduce, yeah. and that's why the bed is unsettled. So after a lunch outside, these other two left were smart. They went and had pickles and whatever outside. Yeah. Uh, nothing Costco. grosser than like a 70s pickle like thinking of the 1970s being out that's in the right. field, like, it's, it's, it's a giant like amusement park pickle <laughs> yeah they got the <laughs> bottle got, out there and I'm like yeah. oh. it's like she's gonna like stick her forearm in it to get a pickle it's so much like, I'm not like, against pickles no 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 I like pickles but I'm thinking like 1970s they've been driving around they've been sitting in their car they didn't have yeah, a, yeah. they didn't have a cooler they didn't have a cooler yeah and it's the 70s things were like Dirtier yeah, that thing outside. was hot to the touch. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, it's the, the hot vinegar as they're eating their sandwiches. Yeah, like I might have like drank the juice out of that jar before eating the pickle. Like it's, <laughs> it's just really weird. Nitpick, the, but that was like that was the most disturbing scene for me yeah. in deathbed. And the bed that eats. No munching sounds for that pickle. No, nope. no, nope. the so one it's a thing. soft pickle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's gross. It's <laughs> worse. <laughs> Oh my god! Why did they? Why also? Why did they get the world's largest jar of pickles? <laughs> they knew they were only going to be out there for like a night. Why? You, like, like, do you need a pickle every hour? Why are there so many damn pickles? Sharing you and your damn pickles, girl. <laughs> I like the vinegar taste. So Crunch. these two, after this split up, and one decides to drive off and look for the other girl. And the other one says she'll stay there and, of course, heads back to the deathbed. Mm-hmm. And she has a glass of wine, and then we are told it's dinner time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So night happens, and I think it was real night. I don't think it was day for night night. I, I think, think it was, was legit night. It, was night. it seemed more real this yeah. time. There's at least more trees. <laughs> to cover the sky, so, yeah. Her, of course, the car breaks down, the red, the red car, and then she's still drinking the wine, lights up a smoke, and falls asleep with a cigarette in bed. And burns the death. Normally, it very dangerous. It just, does, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you hear the that thing like, oh, oh, oh. So, <laughs> you too. She has a dream with Susan, and they're sitting there reading a book of blank pages by a fire, but then she's like, I've just been here, reading by the fire like I said I would. What have you been reading that we couldn't find you? A book of dead people. I'm in it, and you are too. Susan's like, check this out, and then she closes it with, looks like, like the, 
book caught fire when she closed it. Yes. And then she opens it up and it's reflective. Yeah. Because it's a book of dead people. Yeah. Right. That's what it is. And yeah. at first she goes, no, there's nothing written on here. And then they close it and open it up and now it's reflective. Reflective. It's like, no, see, it's a book of dead people. And so she can see her own reflection. It's yeah, like, yeah. oh, you're next. And she gets up like, and she's naked kind of for a second. Oh, yeah, yes, like, you're right. Yes. It was overlaid with yes. her yeah. not being naked. The, 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 like, like you're required nudity for deathbed, the every, bed that eats. Well, I think with the exception of Sharon. Not the, the, the Sharon does not get naked. She, yeah, every other woman in this movie does get naked to some kind of degree. But the ones that I wanted to see, that actually wanted to see naked, you don't get a real good look at them. And like Diane here, she's one of them. Like, all right, we're gonna see some <laughs> some hot lady action. Let's go here. And it was like a transparency, yeah. like, laid over like her with natural clothes. Yeah. Like, well, what's the point of this? <laughs> one or the other, folks. Yeah. She well, she wakes up. And she's like, I'm out of here. And then the bed sucks her like halfway down. And then she crawls out and has like. I, in the second longest scene in the movie, other than the she opening, had blood second longest scene I've jeans. ever watched in my oh life. Oh my gosh, she crawls out in real time. Yes. Like, yes. And it's one shot, it's, 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 and she's got just, she doesn't have any blood on the front of her jeans. It's just the back. Right, and the jeans are fine. And yes, she, yes. The blood, the blood is just... <laughs> So that must be like Susan's through. blood. I, I, like, he yeah, didn't get it yeah. quite chomped. I think maybe the bed has an ulcer, and that's what's going on. That's, so yeah. Just, it looks like she was bled on, not yeah, that she yeah. was bleeding. Like, like someone took up just a bucket of blood and just, yeah. your and jeans are ruined. And this is excruciating. Oh, and then, well, they didn't think we they tortured us enough. She gets to the door, and then the bed whips like a sheet at her. Across and yeah. the entire room. Then pulls her back in that same amount of time. Right. Back to the bed, and I'm like, oh, my God. It feels like nine minutes. I know it it's, wasn't. I, I, I know. It's most of the hour 17. Like, really, <laughs> it, 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 it absolutely feels like it. it. Is. Because each time, it's when she's crawling away from the bed, it's one shot the it's whole time. It's one shot. And then you yes. get... And then, and then it's the, the whip crack of that sheet, and then it's another one shot. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. She's drugging. She does have enough time to say, Susan, and Susan hears her. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I guess, is that the only reason the bed waited so long to get her back? I don't know. Was to bring, to, to bring Susan back to the house? Like, hold on, I'm having some indigestion. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, otherwise, I, it was like, why didn't you just keep sucking her down? I don't, yeah. I don't know... It's not for us to understand. That. <laughs> You're right. it, it just is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I. Oh my gosh. I was just watching. Like, oh my god. And that that was the part where oh I was god. like, I may. Th- normally, I may have turned this off. <laughs> At well, least fast forward. Th- that like, was a part of the movie where I sat there and like, Josh is gonna. Gee, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I was like, I gotta get his number and just apologize to him right now. <laughs> He's like, can I get anything more pleasant? Where's my copy of Irreversible? Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Which I don't have a copy of, by the way. <laughs> well, next time you're on, we can... No, no. Good old brother. He's found the broken down red car. Finally shows I guess up. because it just shows what we think is his car driving away from the red car. Right. It's like, yeah. I, yeah. I guess he picked her up or something. Uh, or he found the car. <laughs> yeah, he found the car. And yeah. then Sharon's sitting in the corner. And just as the door creaks open and shut and open and shut. And the brother pulls up. And he finds clothes on the ground that leads him to the cellar and yells, Sharon. But I don't know if that's his sister or like, oh, that's my sister's friend, Sharon. Or I think it is the sister, but it is not clear. No. Yeah, she doesn't seem happy to see him. Narratively, it would make sense. However, it's deathbed. So who knows? There may be, he may call her sister later on. Okay. Yeah. When he he, he he asks for a favor and he might say, can you help me with this, sis? Or something like that. I think you're, I think you're right. Yeah. It, he said, oh, when we first see him, like, I got to go catch runaway 
someone uh, Sarah say, Susan Sharon? yeah I don't know so yeah I think you're right but I do think you're right that he does ask okay. for her help and says you gotta help me with this sis. yeah yeah I think so well in the bed like there's a heart and then an eyeball that pops out of the bed right and it goes back in the bed and like it, it rolls around and like it oh. looks right at them Is that, I thought it was like eight eyeballs coming out of the bed I thought it was just one eyeball that was going, just back, going and and yeah. back and forth I think it's just I think it's just one eyeball oh, okay my bad I was like, oh, there a bunch of eyeballs are coming. I see. I know. I can see you, where you would think they were trying to make one right. eyeball make look like a bunch of eyeballs. <laughs> right, but. right. But your way is creepier and more interesting. <laughs> However, we're watching Deathbed, so it's one eyeball. Apparently, so apparently, that one eyeball is undigestible. <laughs> I don't know why that. Right. I don't know why that survived and the heart. <laughs> well, and he like he says like I don't know what's happening, but we've got to get her out. And then he takes a knife and s- there was a knife in the yeah, room. Because he and, thinks that he can still save Diane. Okay. Yes. So he stabs the bed and then... <laughs> He's immediately sucked into it. He just sucked into it. And then all the muscle and skin and whatever on his hands gets eaten off. And he's got like little skeleton hands. Yeah, yeah. And they just sit against the wall, and his hands start to fall apart because the cartilage is decaying. And he's very nonchalant like, about look, all of it. Yeah, deathbed researches their science because they're talking about the cartilage. If you right, had right. Skin, if you had that, mm. that would just. And he he kind of says, "Oh man," or something <laughs> like bummed. that. Yeah, and he's like, it's like, oh my my cartilage is decaying." Yeah, and then in what could have been an interesting moment, <laughs> but isn't because of the way it's performed. He just yeah. goes, "I don't think I can stand it." Sharon, you'll have to take them off. Yes. And that's when I think he says, can you help me with this, sis? I yeah, mean, yeah, And yeah, she yeah. snaps his hands Yeah, off. she snaps them off, yeah. Because yeah. he, he can't sit there and watch his fingers fall yeah. off. Yeah, here's the thing. And they throw him in the fireplace. <laughs> they throw his hands in the fireplace. <laughs> they don't just like, they're like, no. Yeah, 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 yeah we'll just, just burn take them. him out yeah. and throw No him bad in. memories. Throw yeah. it in the fire. Throw in the fire. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Might want to give him to deathbed. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he might as well. Yeah, there. Like, well, we know he doesn't. Apparently, maybe bones are undigestible. Oh, there were bed. some skulls in the deathbed, there right? Were some right. Skulls, and he, uh, you know, spit up the chicken bones from the bucket of chicken. So maybe bones. He eats everything but bones and jewelry. <laughs> the and, thing is, and bottles of wine. His wrists are still completely exposed. Oh, yeah. You bleed to death within, That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> within minutes, don't you? <laughs> exactly. Like, okay, so all the nerves it and all that. cauterized everything, the deathbed. Oh, all right. Yeah, 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 like, I understand. <laughs> no, we saw his stumps bleeding. Oh, yeah, you're right. Bleeding. The stump does dead. bleed. Yeah, yeah, the bones coming out of the stump. He's God. just oh, he's <laughs> sitting there with his, his hands. Like, okay, I understand all, all the nerves and all that digested on his hands. Those stumps are still active. How's yes. That? And he's just sitting there, you know, just, just, just one of the, the finest underreactions I've ever seen <laughs> in a movie. Right, right. Well, how is he not just sitting there just going, ah, yeah. Ah. yeah. I mean, he doesn't even flinch when she snaps the bones off. I mean, yeah. all, yeah, sh- yeah, all yeah. shucks might have been too much emotion. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Yeah. The, the, you would still feel, yeah, you would feel yeah. pain in your bones when it gets snapped. And he just kind of closes ridiculous. his eyes. <laughs> Whatever. I'm gonna sleep while you do so, this. So we're now in the just dessert where yeah. the, the artist wakes, and now he can communicate with people that because, are in the room because the demon that gave life to the deathbed that went back into the tree fell asleep. Yeah, fell asleep, yep. and that He's during out. that time the narrator 
can now speak to the actual principles. Yeah, it's like, yes. I can't believe so many people just randomly stopped by on my 10 year awakening. Like, <laughs> yeah, real stroke of luck here. Yeah. <laughs> so he tells Sharon to come to the painting and touch his hand, which. You can't see it. You can't no, see it. No, you cannot it. see it through like, the painting. I was like, oh, is there like a hand on the painting? No, no. You cannot see the hand through the painting. <laughs> he, but she nails it. She does. She does. Um, <laughs> Because his hand is on the other side. <laughs> yeah. And she goes right up to it. Mm-hmm. Did it. So she takes the brother out of the cellar and then like she makes these circles in the ground and like the dirt. Yeah. And then cuts them in the ground of the room. And he does have blood. the hand of a, it's it's it's, it's bejeweled with rings. Right. Yes. As black nail, nail polish. He has the hand of a Hot Topic cashier. Yes. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> he just needs his he just needs his ears gauged out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yes, it's pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and he tells her what to do. So, yeah, yeah. He tells the, the instructions to get rid of the deathbed that you're the first person that I'm going to tell this to. So, <laughs> yeah. he cuts him in the ground, and then the bed ones have blood coming out of the ground when she's stabbing it. I don't well, yeah, know if like, it's from the knife or if it's... Well, well yeah, the, the process is to make a... a, a a circle, a circle here wood. and a circle here, and it's going to be like a teleportation device. That's right. what, yes, that's right. And then there's a knife in blood that you have to cut around the bed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? And and then so they have to use the They bone. pile bones. They pile up. Those, they they, they that, look like the chicken bones from earlier. But <laughs> right. They, they yeah, but they use, they use the brother's bones. Yeah, the charred bones of his fingers. Yeah. Right. And apparently there's hair from Diane sitting around somewhere, <laughs> and they tie those together somehow. And for some reason. And for yes. some reason. They just need to be there. It's all part of the process. And that will somehow... Uh, that, like, awakens... Well, there's, like... They become... They, like... All of a sudden, the circles, like, fire up. Right. Like, once you get that all together, it's going to know to just catch fire. Right. Yeah. And the grave of and tombstone of the original woman... Like the, 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 the bloodies the, up. There's like a puddle of blood, that the, and then like her oh yeah, yeah. That the demon like fell in love with that yeah. woman yeah. who has been undead in a grave this entire time. Well preserved. Very yeah, well yeah. preserved. Yeah, and, and well preserved. And the, the narrator at one point in the movie just kind of said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's very well preserved. Yeah. yeah. So she, very well preserved and very well lit, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> in a coffin. You're right. <laughs> and she rises up from it, and then she goes to the brother, and then puts him in the circle, and then like gets to business with him. Right. Yep. That's that's part and of the sacrifice that they got to screw. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and that sets the bed ablaze. Yes. Yeah, the, yeah, the bed gets transported outside. Outside, and then, and then it's like fire. just flamed. And it's also explained to... And then yeah, the artist is freed, Yeah, and I think Sharon died. Yes, and the artist said, hey, by the way, Sharon, now that you've done all this, I lied to you. You have to die now. <laughs> yeah. He actually literally says, yeah. I lied to you, and now you have to die so that she can live, yes. and we can finally kill this, this deathbed. deathbed. Yes. Yeah. A movie with no heroes, deathbed. And it had already the been, it, they had already also kind of said that that Sharon had gone round the bend. Her mind had been warped to, to the point. Wasn't yeah. available for reshoots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. So we're not to, we're not to feel too badly for her. She was already kind of gone. So here's this whole process where we got to make a circle inside, two outside. Two circles. It was like a double circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's you know, it's yeah, like a almost. Eight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got two of those inside, outside. Cut a circle of blood, hair, bones, screw. How does the artist know this process? <laughs> Did like the deathbed like you're like oh, I'll talk to you because I'm bored. 
this is how you kill me. How would the artist know this? Was he given like one clue every 10 years and now he thinks he's got it all together? Right, right. Because it's such an elaborate process. There's like one thing that's like, oh, someone tried to do it, but they couldn't quite do it. But no, this is like an eight step process. He and, and he yeah. has only ever seen in that little tunnel yeah. by the picture. So it's like, it's not like he's researching anything. No, we he can just... only assume that through some sort of telekinesis or whatever that they have, he's learned this from the bed itself. I, I, I guess. It likes to eat people, and if you draw two circles, it'll go somewhere else. Like, it's... <laughs> like... And how much work would that be to get all that wood to build that circle? Yes. So, so before the bed bursts into flames, it's transported outside. Yeah. Yes. And it has to Which watch exactly, his woman cheat on him. Right, And it right. goes, oh, the horror. And so you have to assume, like, hey, man, we got to light this bed on fire. We should get it outside first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Well, well, how about a thing where they have to teleport it out there? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, George, I think that was more for practical reasons. Yeah, George right. Barry was like, wait a minute. How are we going to... Yeah, this is my <laughs> aunt's basement. I can't just light a bed on fire down here. All right, so day 85, shooting deathbed. We're going to do the orgy thing outside, and we're going to light this motherfucker up. <laughs> That's exactly That's our last day of shooting, all right? Who wants to be under the bed? Well, we won't light on fire till and after. And by the way, before we light this thing, George, George, did we get everything? <laughs> is everybody out from under the orgy scene this, in that this bed? This is only the bed. This is the only bed we have. Like George, I'm sure you're aware. The movie is called Death Bed. <laughs> yeah, right, so right. this is a one. This is a one go. All right, man. Yeah. yeah like, I just, I mean, you're the director. You should know these things. But just in case, I mean, you wrote Deathbed, so I want to make sure you have all your faculties. I mean, George, you did well. You pivoted great when they tore that mansion down. But <laughs> right now, we gotta. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And then uh, the end. That's it. That's, it. Yeah. That's, a, that's a long hour and 17 minutes for the bed that eats. <laughs> you know what? The bed does eat. It does. It does. It, it makes good. It makes good. It does. You see about, you see what, 15 people get eaten? Yeah. Yeah. I love movies that you know what the movie is when you first read it. <laughs> like RoboCop. I know what your movie is. <laughs> Jurassic Park. I know what your movie is. <laughs> Perfect. Batman. I know what your movie is. <laughs> Deathbed. Death Deathbed. And in case you didn't know, the bed that eats. Like <laughs> it's not just someone like just deathbed, and then someone's like, hey, George, maybe we should call it like the bed that eats. Yeah. So no, people, people are like, are, because otherwise it's how does bed. it kill? Oh, it eats. It's not the bed that knives. It's the bed that eats. <laughs> otherwise, you just call it deathbed. You just think, oh, it's an old person laying yeah, in the bed. Yeah. What is this about a hospice? <laughs> Nobody wants to see this. That's sad. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. it, it murder. It's a. It's a bed that's kind of got like demon blood in it, and it eats people. Well, Tonight okay. on deathbed, we're look at the hospital of. Da, da, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, that's the plot. Okay, great. How much do you need? Take all of my money. <laughs> this thing supposedly costs thirty thousand dollars. Thirty-eight thousand. Uh, well, I saw, I saw thirty thousand. Oh, thirty thousand. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, Film, who, I would imagine, is yeah, most of that. A lot of rental, uh, well, a lot of wood to build that deathbed. <laughs> who, who had that money and said, "Yes, take my money, make this movie"? Who but would do that over over a period? It had to be. Was it? Right. It had to be self funded. I was assuming yeah. it was because if it's I don't, over five years, I can see that. Yeah, coming to fruition and, like, and being self funded that way. Yeah, because I don't think the credits had any like a so and so production or mm-hmm. right distribution. W- was was Rusty Russ? Was he taken? Like he wasn't getting a paycheck. He just had to help pay it's for like the movie. That's kind of what it yeah. felt or seems like. But I, I yeah, my I, I was a part of a, a film called Soul Killer back in the day, and mm-hmm. the director 
was adamant that he wanted it on film and he really wanted well no he wanted a certain cinematographer for it and the guy said well if you're shooting it on film then sure thinking he's not gonna go on film he went to do on film and it was filmed over like six years man and it was every time he'd save up his money Go shoot what he could. Sure. Save up his money. Go shoot what he could. Right. So thirty thousand. But, but, but that's. The, but the thing with the deathbed, it's a stupid sentence. Is the, the set? It's a set. So he did. You have to tear it down and build it back every time. That, that was when they the big this? money came. Like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Like, was it that? Is that all the initial shooting? Maybe that was when they got Russ down for like good time like he was able to commit for a it was while. A, like, was yeah. it not a set though that was like on location you know was that not a permanent room no there's room? no way that was a permanent room uh, yeah I, I don't know there's no way that was a permanent room i mean it'd be a it'd be an easy room to like strike and build again i guess well, yeah, you just have just the bed and paintings like the, the way oh you're right and if i remember correctly the brickwork was clearly fake yeah yeah because it was even laid on the like in the, on the sides of the stairs mm-hmm. but the stairs yeah. themselves were not brick did you notice that well, and like the stairs were like absurdly high up yeah right. yeah really weird yeah so maybe they it, if it was a permanent room they just dressed it yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. there's a good chance it wasn't I, yeah who knows i think because the I think I read that the manor was real, correct? Right. The manor is real because we do see a scene after the family drags the bed in out of a field into their home. It's sitting inside the actual mansion. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And and you said the manor is now demolished and it's correct. Correct. So. Maybe during like one of the shoots, they filmed all the stuff that was in that room. Oh, because, that makes yeah. Because you could do close ups on the deathbed without being in that room. Maybe you could do close-ups without being there, like when something would sink in there, or the inserts of it eating. Like that doesn't need to be in the room. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's a lot of stuff you could do, and I mean, the orgy <laughs> scene was outside. There's like burning mm-hmm. it outside. There was the original, and even some of the flashbacks. The, the origin look like like when the gangsters are sitting on the bed. It's just black, and it's close yeah. to them. Yeah, so, yeah. So like a lot of the close-ups. I, I love when the gangsters are playing cards on the bed, and the deathbed right. Like, like, two hard-ass gangsters. Yeah, they have a mansion to do whatever. And like, no, no, let's snuggle on the bed and and play war. Sit or Indian style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah hey, uh, hey, Tommy, two steps. Why don't you come up here and play <laughs> some. Uh, um, play some Jim Rummy with me. Okay, let me just comb my curly, curly mustache. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. That bed, Snidely the, whiplash mustache. The bed that can change cards. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. The guy has a terrible hand, and he lays it face down on the bed, and the bed laughs yeah. at how bad the hand is. <laughs> yeah. And then he, he he picks the cards back up, and it says like you are going to die on the cards. So no some, joke. It says no joker or something. Yeah. 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 So somehow this. I know it's possessed by demons, but where did it get a pen? Yeah, no, yeah. a lot of questions. Yeah, it's maybe very, you know. Uh, there's a lot of other movies that could be made about those individual situations with the deathbed. So you're you could, so what you're saying is you want a deathbed expanded universe. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever whatever film studio out there doesn't have a shared universe yet. Deathbed, it's a hot property. <laughs> you, could, you could get a mobster movie out of it, a pornographic movie. You could get, uh, you know, just a I, I, when you I get mostly pornographic this, movies. It looked like there was a remake. Yeah, and there was a stage production too, I think. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those sort of ironic stage productions I in the last assume, few years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, uh, there was a remake of it, I think in 2007, starring. Well, one of the stars was Joe Estevez. Right. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. It look. It looks different. <laughs> it looks like instead of just the deathbed eating people, this deathbed drives people kind of to madness to kill people. Okay. That's what it seems like. All right. 
I'm not going to watch it. I've already watched a deathbed movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's that's the maximum limit of deathbed I can take. I've watched it twice, but only one it went on the ride twice. That's it. That's it all has I can do. Joe and Constance Estevez. Oh. oh. Hmm. So just So it's a family affair. Now comes the segment in the show where we rate the movie as we are cult cinema cavalcade. We always like to keep things culty. So our ratings are as follows. Stay with your family, which means you will definitely not go looking for your sister for the deathbed. Converted means you could take a date with two apples, a bucket of chicken, and a (laughs) bottle of wine to the deathbed and drink of the Kool-Aid. You are the bed that eats. So, Josh, how do you rate deathbed? The bed. Uh, I'm going to go with stay with the family on this one. I, I watched it alone. It was fine. I mean, I didn't hate myself or whatever, and I, did, I didn't turn it off, but I, I would never watch it again. And I don't even know that I would watch it again with like a group of friends because I feel like there are so many other movies more deserving of that sort of uh, event. So this one, I, I am, I'll, I'll tell you this, I'm glad I saw it. I can now say that I I saw it. I, I can talk to other people about it every, you know, briefly because there's. No, oh, I saw deathbed. Yeah, yeah. There's no <laughs> yeah, exactly. reason. Excuse me, over there. You guys talking about deathbed? The bed that eats. Uh, yeah, we were, yeah. and now we're done because that's all. The, that's all the time it requires. Um, <laughs> you know, I. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, there are more fun movies to watch with a group and certainly more fun movies to watch alone but i don't begrudge you you gentlemen for having me watch it i really don't we got your one time (laughs) cullen i have uh mixed emotions about this movie because i've I've watched deathbed and i feel i've got my red badge of courage after watching this that i i I don't want to watch this movie again but i do feel a certain pride that i no longer fear hell because i've seen (laughs) deathbed I've been through the fire and I and I came out the other side. But that being said, th- there's not, there are no, there's nothing quotable about this movie at all. Period. Mm-mm. Man, you're right. Yeah. yeah like, no. I don't know. Like usually we have clips in this, and I don't think I don't know how you're gonna do it. I don't know if you will be able to, other than just hearing it munch. That's the most quotable line in the movie is munching. I did someone think this up? What were they on? This was thought of in a dream. George Barry dreamed this movie and said, this movie needs to happen. I want to know what crazy barbiturates this guy was on so I could experience the mindset of making death. <laughs> That's always problematic, isn't it? When somebody goes, oh, but this was based on a dream I had. Don't you? I automatically go, ah, damn it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there is a dreamlike, st- dreamlike state to it. There sure it, is. But yeah. it's not like... Uh, Italian horror movies where it's got nightmare logic. I mean, this movie is a nightmare. Don't worry about that. <laughs> uh, but I would say, by and large, um, no, don't don't watch this movie. I stay with my family. If you wanna, if you want to uh, know what Deathbed is, listen to this. And if you hear anyone else say, "I want to see Deathbed," say, "Shut the fuck up." Listen to this episode. You'll learn everything you need to know about it, and you won't hate your life. After 77 minutes. Brandon, what do you say about Deathbed? This is this is one of those, like, you, you got to, like, you hear about it, and if you're into these things, you want to check that one off the list, but you don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> you really don't. <laughs> you really don't. I, I'm staying with my family for sure. It's, it's so just, it's between the long takes 
of things and then the constant like inner monologues narrations going like i don't know how often two people even talk to one another in this movie uh, yeah they're in the same little. scene speaking in their head about yes something yeah. that might not even be going on in that scene and that might have been added later because george was like Oof, there's is no the, dialogue exactly, in this. and this is the mm-hmm. only way to piece this thing together yeah and to, or to make some sort of cohesive narrative mm-hmm. is to Give, give everybody this yeah. Terrence Malick yeah. type it's, inner monologue. It's so, oh man, it's brutal. Um, I've now seen it three times. <laughs> yeah, three that's, times. Too, that's too many, man. I watched it a couple years ago and then I did it twice for the show because as I've said before, sometimes I watch a lot of these twice, not by choice as of deathbed is because I got like three quarters of the way through it yesterday. I'm like, oh no, I should have just <laughs> done my script like the first time. <laughs> but yeah, this is, this is Ooh, it's brutal. Listen to this episode. That's right. And tell your friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you hear about Deathbed? Well, listen to Call Cinema Cavalcade. Yeah. And I've realized, like, I think I've, since our New Year hit, I've only not stayed with my family one time. Wow. And so which one far, was that? Do you remember? It was Running Scared, the Billy Crystal. Oh, Gregory sure. Hunt yeah. Yeah. Movie. That's, yeah. I was like, holy crap. I've been a pissy pants all 2017. I'm not sure. I may have been the same way. Maybe. You recommended Dracula. 3,000 last week. God. So. It's, 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 oh God. I, yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess it's better than Deathbed. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it clears that bar. Is it more fun? Deathbed's just not particularly fun. No, it, it, it's not. I watched Dracula least, 3,000 over Deathbed. Okay. Dracula 3,000. And I hated Dracula 3,000. <laughs> Dracula 3,000 does have quotable lines. So that's the good Oh, news. okay, good. Yeah. Uh, but there's a, a lot of, why am I watching this when it's happening? And Coolio is, one of the w- <laughs> holy hell! Oh gosh, yeah, is Coolio is the worst vampire of all time. And a I vampire, can, no less. Yes, yeah, yes. vampire Coolio. I don't remember if we talked about it in that episode or not. Is he worse or is Count Orlock worse? Count Count it, Orlock talks less, and what he's and, ha- what he has to say isn't fucking idiotic. Yes. So Coolio is the worst vampire, vampire. ever captured on film. Yes. Wow, Coolio is the worst. Yeah, right it bad. in gossamer tears. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> But yeah, so no, I've been a, I've been a pissed. I thought the one the the Gregory Hines the female robot one. I was like, I probably recommend that. And then I watched it again, and I was like, it was Eva Destruction. And I was like, yeah, yeah, no, nope, <laughs> nope. I thought it was. I picked that one, and I was like, yeah, let's let's do it. And yeah. I was like, no. And no, then Xanadu, I thought, oh, maybe we'll go back and just be like really stupid. And we'll. I'm like, well, the soundtrack was fun, but yeah. so yeah, I've been hmm. been. I've I've just noticed. I'm like, wow, so real. Real slew of dog shit. Yeah. 2017. I have a question for you guys. What do you think is the newest cult film? The newest cult or, film? Or what will be? You know, what uh, what, do you, what have you seen recently well, where you went, this is destined for cult status? Well, the okay, it's not a newer movie, mm-hmm. but it's been on Earth, and we are yeah. big fans of Dangerous Men. Okay, I'm, yes. not, I'm not familiar it's, with it. It started filming in the late 70s and rap production in like 2001. No kidding. Well, the, the production didn't. That's when it was like, the, the production wrapped in like the 90s. Oh, in the 90s. Okay, yeah, but, yeah. But it wasn't made, like released until then? Or like, like struck it a had film its, or something? It, it had its first showing in like 2007 or 2008. Okay. Yes, yes. And the guy's name was John Rad. And oh, he, well, that's awesome. He, it's not his real name. He's like he was He's some Iranian. like Iranian guy hiding out from mobsters in the U.S. <laughs> so and let's make a movie. We think he. We no one knows what his history is, and his family will not talk about his history. Yeah, they won't. They're, they're like, well, then he like he told he, his daughter like held his like her boyfriend at gunpoint one night. She told she's on the bonus features talking yeah. about this, and then he or she said all of a sudden her car disappeared one time. 
and he didn't say a thing about it. And then she saw the movie in 2007 it, and goes, and there was a scene where a car went off a cliff and it was her car. And he was like, no, that's decades what happened. later, decades she saw later. her car being destroyed. <laughs> She's like, that's where my car went. Like they were so afraid of her father, their, their, their father, husband, everything. And they, they are afraid to still talk about him to this day. Like he haunts them or something. And he's been wow. dead for years. Yeah. But well, I've got to see this. But thing. it was filmed and like people quit on him. So it like follows like randomly three different, like there's a main character and then there's this guy, but then there's this guy and it ends following three people you just met like five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe a little longer than that, but like, yeah, it was like yeah. 20 years. Is it like good? That. It's hilarious. Yeah, I yeah, think it's not a good movie, but it's hilarious. It's okay, got a lot. Okay. Have you seen Miami, Miami Connection? Yes. It's in that vein. Okay. Kinda. It's not as pop friendly as a Miami Connection, but it's yeah. it's in there with that one. Okay, cool. It, cool. Is, it, is, it, is, it is shockingly bad. <laughs> and I waited for it for a long time because like Draft House Films unearthed it and they're like, oh, we're going to put it on Blu-ray. And I'm like, yeah. come on, come on, come on. Yeah. Come on. And it took like like a year and a half before they finally put it out. Yeah. And I, um, it, it, I think just about anything that Draft House Films puts out, that's... You know, like The Visitor, yeah, that was... Yeah, any of those are just... Those are great. Those yeah, are yeah, they're doing great yeah. work. Yeah, I like them. them yeah, Vinegar so, Syndrome's doing Vinegar great work. Vinegar Syndrome, Shop Factory, Synapse Films, like all that. Yeah. Doing yeah. such good work on... And things like that. So yeah, and you can find those through them. Like a lot of the time, yeah, pretty You'd be easy. Like, oh, yeah. there's a crappy movie coming out that I'll pay twenty bucks for. But Vinegar, Vinegar Syndrome is actually opening up a storefront soon at their warehouse, and oh, right. it, okay. it would almost be worth driving to just go in there and mill around. Just oh be yeah, immersed in the garbage. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they're, they're doing like four K restorations on like yeah. porn, yeah. even. Yeah, and so yeah. I was like, geez. Yeah, but I mean, they get some cool. They get cool ones time to time, and I'm yeah. I, I like their stuff. People want Flesh Gordon in 4K. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Because I know like Synapse Films, they are like a storage garage up by the Detroit airport is where they, they're they based huh. out of. Yeah, Dangerous Men. Yeah. Always. And have you heard of Neil Breen? No. Um, Do you have Amazon Prime? Uh, I am getting it this week. I finally decided I'm getting yeah. it. I've been using my friends and I went, okay. nah, I'm just going to get it myself. Fateful Findings. Fateful findings. Yes. Okay. If you're if you're into if you've you've seen the room, right? Yes. This yeah. is it's worse. It's worse. It's more genuine. Oh man. It is. Right. You will learn the legend of Neil Breen. We've covered all his movies on our show. We did a month we, uh, we've done three of them. Three of the four. The fourth one, we're we're not gonna pay forty dollars for like a DVD of his new movie. Like a lot yeah. of his were on YouTube. Fateful Findings was on Amazon Prime and we tried yeah. to get him on the show and he declined. But he offered, maybe he said, like, hey, my new movie's out, so you can buy that if you like. I was like, oh, no, 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 right. no, 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 But yeah, he's, he's fateful or faithful? Fateful. Fateful. All fateful right. Minus. It is bizarre, vaguely spiritual, and Neil Breen. Grossly sexual. It's grossly sexual. Hmm. And almost all of his movies are that way, too. Yeah, so. there's always a woman that's like his girlfriend that is so reluctant to kiss him in scenes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. And this. <laughs> In the in his first movie, uh, Double Down, that movie is like Neil Breen fan fiction. He's the best at everything. Oh yeah, he's the best at everything. He, and he always movies, he always has two two or more laptops because that means you have yes. power. Like, and they're always never on. They're always way yeah, different computers. The, uh, <laughs> th this one is peak lap. Uh, Fateful Findings is peak laptop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's like an author who decides to um, investigate government conspiracies, corruption, and stuff. And you don't. That's all he tells you. We don't know. But what that doesn't it is. seem to be the plot of the movie. But no. Then it turns out that and there's it a is. spiritual rock in things. Just yeah, I, I will definitely support yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> make your brain hurt. If you like it enough, maybe when we do the fourth one, maybe I'll have you back if you like. Yes. We'll yes. figure it out. <laughs> if you can tolerate it. On the next episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we'll be discussing The Creature Walks Among Us, the 1956 Creature from the Black Lagoon trilogy capper, as we're going we're gonna to get a, into a little bit of Mystery Science Theater 3000 talk, because it's coming back on Netflix. So they came back one time with a Revenge of the Creature. Right. So we're gonna, it's not going to be a whole episode of that, but we'll, we'll dabble on that new season. Thanks to everyone who downloaded or streamed in, and thank you, Josh Arnold. For coming on and sitting through Deathbed, showing up, and then talking about <laughs> yes. Deathbed, the bed that eats. Thank you, guys. It was an absolute pleasure. All right. Great. And do you want to tell people where they can find any of your work or anything yes. you got coming up? Uh, the uh, comedy, The Impersonators, is available at thatjosharnold.com. Uh, you can find me at that Josh Arnold on all the social media platforms. And uh, keep an eye out for a, a new movie that's uh, for sale on pre-order now called Space Babes from Outer Space. It's a great throwback to 1980s sex comedies. And uh, it's a lot of fun, and uh, the pre-order is pretty amazing. It's they they have reached all their stretch goals, mm -hmm. but one I think, and the last stretch goal was a um, second disc where you can choose your own strip venture. So three of the the space babes, yeah, you can mm -hmm. pick one, pick their outfit, and pick what they how they strip, <laughs> nice. and it's, it should be a, a, a lot of fun. All so right. uh, keep an eye out for that. Interactive, awesome. This episode has come to an end. We look forward to next time. But first, stay tuned for the trailer to the creature walks among us, the trailer that actually trails. It's all new, the creature walks among us, more terrifying in human form. Striking at the heart of the city with inhuman fury. The creature walks among us. Horror unleashed by the daring of man and a dangerous experiment of science. I have burned away the outer scale. There's a structure of human skin underneath it. The creature walks among us. The grimmest cargo ever brought to civilization. Now a monster made even more frightful by human emotions. Cult Cinema Cavalcade. You can find more of Cullen's work on the Creative Zombie Studios Network and on Twitter at my name is Cullen. You can find more of Brandon's work at whysoblue.com and on Twitter at BT Peters. Podcast produced by Brad Shoemaker. Edited by Brandon. Narration by Becky. Theme song Pink Baby by Happy Elf found on the freemusicarchive.org network. The movie in today's discussion is property of its respective studio and no infringement is intended. Please remember to leave us an iTunes rating and review. Join us again in two weeks for the next episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade. I'm trying to write movies. It's fucking hard, man. And it got even harder this year because they released a movie on DVD. It was made in 1977. They never released it. It just now got put out on DVD this year, and it's called Deathbed, The Bed That Eats People. I'm not making... Go IMDb this. This is a real movie. Deathbed, 
the bed that eats people. And it's about a bed that's evil and it eats people. That's the whole movie. And the backstory is it's like the 1500s. There's a demon. The guy kills the demon with the sword. The demon's blood gets on the bed. Now the bed's possessed. Go to present day, 77. When people fuck on the bed, the bed kills them because it's evil. That's the, that's the fucking plot. So I've sold four different movies to four different uh, studios. And a lot of you are thinking, hey, you got it made, kid. Hang on. Because when you sell a screenplay, you then go through a one-year notes process that will make you want to stab yourself in the eyes with your own dick that you've torn off, shellacked, and turned into a letter opener. That is how insane. Like, yeah, um, we have some notes. On page two, she's eating peanuts, but then later she's wearing a hat. Does that make sense? You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? This guy wrote Deathbed, the bed that eats people, took it to a second guy and said, okay, it's called Deathbed, the bed that eats people. Now the backstory is, there's a demon, and then the second guy said, stop drilling, you hit oil. You had me at Deathbed. We are going to rent cameras, buy film stock, hire a crew, we are shooting this masterpiece. They hired a crew. Caterers woke up at dawn and boiled coffee and sliced bagels for people to have the fuel to act in deathbed, the bed that eats people. A carpenter drove nails into wood, building the deathbed. Probably tore his shoulder out. You know, fucked up his rotator cuff. Couldn't play catch with his son growing up. Now the son grows up to resent him. He's blowing guys in bus stations all day. 50 dicks in his ass like the tail of a peacock. And his dad's going, you know what? He'll finally understand when he sees deathbed, the bed that eats people. <laughs> of the four movies I've sold, I've started 10 other screenplays. I get halfway through and go, fuck it. I'm, I, just, I just give up. I, just, I have no discipline. I just, ah, I can't fucking finish it. This guy thought up deathbed, the bed that eats people, and fucking finished it. That means one of two things happened. He either never had a moment's doubt, just hit that typewriter every day, just going, yeah, then the pillow starts to smother. Oh, this is awesome! Reach down, God, give me a high five. Boom! Well, here's what's worse. What if he had moments of doubt and then fucking worked through them? That's so much worse for me if he was just going, and then the pillow starts to, what the fuck am I writing? I'm putting my name on this piece of shit. No, I will finish this. I will finish what I start. Hear that little poster of the kitten hanging in the tree going, just hang in there, baby. He goes, yes, I will hang in there, kitten. So look for my new movie next summer. Uh, it's called Rape Stove. The stove that rapes people. I'm very excited. It's going to happen.